Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segevis YouTube and Podcast. This is the YouTube and Podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. Let YouTube know that you like the content, that you'd like to see more of it. Really helps me out with the algorithms and helps to get me more views, and that's awesome. I really appreciate it very much. And we're just going to jump right into this now. You can see the name of the topic is, Can You Be Christian and Alpha? Right? And... The reason I'm making this video and this podcast episode is because I got an email from a reader who had a really good question and it was such a good question that I had to, I had to make a video about it uh, rather than just responding to him in email because I think a lot of people deal with this and it's something that I have firsthand knowledge of. And so I think that I can bring a lot of value here, but it's best done with my voice, you know, in front of a camera, real as if we were sitting here talking across the table with each other. So I'm going to read this to you. Dear Mr. Segafis, I usually do not take much notice of self-help and all this be a man stuff, but I do realize that when I put the women aside for one minute, I am not the man I should be. I am a Christian. And so I know I have to be nice and kind and other good, but I overdo it. I put myself down to make people feel better about themselves, and I do not take much notice of when I'm being made a pawn. All I'm asking for, uh, all, all I'm asking you for is the lessons to be able to see myself in a better light. I do not want to keep putting myself down for the sake of being nice. I want to be nice, but I also want to be a leader and assert myself more. So here's the thing. This is such a good question because this is this gets right to the heart of what I think most men in our culture and society are dealing with, which is how to be a formidable, effective man, right? So this is what women are attracted to, men who are formidable, men who are high in value, men who are effective, right? Men who walk in true masculine frame. Women don't want men to be little sissies. Women don't want men to be little sissies. Women don't want men who are weak, spineless, cowardly, right? They don't want a man they can walk over. Women will challenge a man because it's a value test, but they want him to pass it. That's how they know that he's attractive, that he's high value, right? And then this is true of people. People are going to challenge us. People are going to, they're going to try to take advantage of us. They're going to try to make us pawns as the, as the writer of this email said, right? This is, This is true no matter what world you walk in, right? Um, Whether you're a Christian, whether you're religious or not, people everywhere are going to challenge you, right? And 
this is part of the journey of being a man is to live a life inherently characterized by violence because, you know, unlike women, men are not born into the dating marketplace with any inherent value, right? Women are, they've got the reproductive faculties. They have the, they have the equipment that, that brings a default higher price on the market because it's so much more valuable. Sperm and semen are cheap, easy to produce. Semen is a replenishable resource, whereas eggs are not. They're a finite resource, right? So there's a lot of reasons for this. Now, what we have to understand as men, first of all, is we have to create value in the world, right? And that's an inherent, uh, an, an inherently violent struggle. So the first thing I'm going to say about this email is it's really important to understand that when men try to be nice, right, nice guy, they're actually acting against their own evolution. And this is what I mean by that. As men, we were not like formed by nature. We did not adapt. We did not evolve to be nice. We evolved to be effective. We did not evolve to be desirable. We evolved to be effective. Okay. This is the difference between men and women. Women evolved to be nice, to be liked, to be effective, to be cherished and treasured. Men did not. Men evolved to solve problems and generate resources, right? That's the value that they bring. And then they trade that value for the reproductive faculties of the woman, right? This is how it is with pretty much every species. They have to work out this balance if they're going to survive, right? And reproduce. So it's very important to understand that as a man, if you are too worried about trying to be a nice guy, right? Or if you're not worried about it, but you find that you tend to be a people pleaser, it's really important to understand that your life isn't going to make sense. So you have to leave that mentality behind. You have to let go of the need for people to like you. You have to let go of the need for people to desire you. Men do not create desirability for themselves by acting desirable. They create desirability for themselves by acting in such a way that they are a formidable man who is high value, who brings so much to the table that his value is undeniable, right? And then women see him as a valuable survival asset, and then they desire him, see? So it's it's the opposite way. So this is very important to understand. Now, uh, I'm going to just read through this again, you know. You know, so this reader says, I know I have to be nice and kind and other good things, right? So being kind is a little different, but it's important to understand that you can't be kind as a man uh, unless you are formidable, Right. If you're just nice, but you're harmless, you're not a kind man. You're a harmless man. You don't have the capacity to do evil or to do damage or to be violent. Therefore, you know, if you're just a nice guy, harmless guy, you can't be kind. You're just weak. A kind man, if he really wants to exercise kindness, he must be able to be violent, be formidable, right? Be effective, be the kind of man who can do the hard stuff that needs to be done to be effective. And then that kind of man can then exercise power over his life to be kind. So there's very two different things there, right? It's very, very important to understand this. Women evolved to be nice, right? It's so different. As men in this culture, we're constantly told we have to be more like women. This is a big lie. A lot of people will say things like, you know, men need to be more like women. They need to be 
they need to be more gentle. They need to be more, you know, soft. They need to be a little more feminine. Embrace your feminine side, man. Like, um, okay, there's nothing wrong with embracing your feminine side, but you must be firmly grounded and rooted in your masculinity before there's any value in any of that, right? You have to be strong. You have to be stoic. You have to be the type of man who is capable of great violence if he must, like if the need is called upon to be so, to protect his inner circle, to protect his family. The type of man that people would think twice before they crossed him to mess with his tribe because they know what a formidable warrior he is and that he's not afraid to go to war and exercise violence to do what must be done to assure the survival of the tribe, right? Now, I'm not saying just go out there, be a monster, you know, hurt people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to be effective. How do we be effective? By helping our inner circle, family, tribe, and community to increase their odds for survival. You cannot be a weak, harmless man and do that because it is inherently violent to overcome the obstacles that need to be overcome in order to survive. And that's what women are looking for in men, right? That's what they're looking for. Now, the Christian religion, I was a Christian for many years, and I don't, I'm not necessarily a Christian these days, but I, I see value in the in the religious structures of it and in the order of it, right? Uh, I, I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson, and he talks a lot about the need for religion in our culture and society, and, that, and so I agree. So that's a good thing. But it's also important to know that if you read the Bible, if you study Christianity, you're going to find that there's a really strong track record of powerful men acting masculine, being men, right? Read the story of David in, in um, First and Second Samuel. Read about how David became a king. He was a very war. Uh, he, he was not a king who was afraid to go to war. He was not afraid to, to do violence. He was a king who, if someone came after his kingdom, his family, his tribe, whatever, um, he would he would you know, he would go after them and he was a very formidable, violent man. He was so violent, in fact, that because of the blood on his hands, he could not um, build the temple. His son had to build the temple. Uh, he was he was not worthy because he had spilled so much blood, right? Um, but he was also, as the, the Bible says, I believe it says, he was a man, um, he was a man modeled after God's own heart, right? So it's like, even in the Bible, I believe you can make a very strong case. And, and I don't really believe in the Bible necessarily as a religious text. But if you do, I'm telling you that I believe that if you study it through the, the proper mindset and you really apply and challenge yourself and you try to look at the truth of it, you're going to find that the Bible encourages men to be masculine, strong, formidable men, men who are not afraid to go to war to do the right thing, right? You cannot let people push you around and be a strong man. You can't do it. You cannot let people use you, abuse you, treat you like a throw rug and be a good man. You can't do it. Those two things cannot exist together. It's also important to understand that it's not pleasant to be a good man. A lot of people think it's easy. Oh, I want to be a good man. I, I want to you know, have these good feelings, these happy feelings. No, 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 no. You got to let that shit go. That's not what being a man is about. Being a man is not about chasing happiness. Being a man is not about feeling good about it. Being a man is not about, oh, I'm chasing the good feelings. I want to feel nice and tingly and wonderful. That's for women. That's not for effective men. Effective men 
They have to be hard, okay? We have to be out here getting things done, being effective, being formidable. You can't exist in both of those worlds. You can either act like a woman and chase your emotions, chase the good feelings, chase the happiness, right? Care about all that stuff. Or you can be a man and you can embrace being effective, sacrifice, working hard. It's not easy to be a high value man in this world. Work, work, work. You have to grind. You got to hustle. I'm not trying to say that you can't have fun. I'm not trying to say you can't be happy sometimes. I'm not trying to say you can't have good thoughts and feel good sometimes. Sometimes you're going to feel great. You're going to feel like you're on top of the world. The more high value you become, the more awesome your life is going to become. But that only comes through strength. That doesn't come through just chasing the good feelings. The good feelings are a positive side effect of the alpha mentality as we act it out upon the world, right? Um, So I'm going to go over one more point here in this email. Um, I put myself down to make other people feel better about themselves. And I do not take much notice of when I'm being made a pawn, right? Okay, so we have to be self-prioritized. You have to take care of your own house before you go out and change the world. This is another thing Jordan Peterson says that I completely agree with. And I think it's so on point. But you have to do this in your soul, right? In your heart as a man. You have to you have to take care of yourself and get yourself right before you go out there and you try to change anyone or do anything good for anyone else. You are useless if you don't create value in this world. How can you create value if you can't even get yourself lined out, right? So this means minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose in life, leveling up mind, body, spirit, right? This means being effective, trying to get your money, uh, trying to create a kind of life where you have some kind of power to even help people, right? If you have nothing to offer, you're not going to be any help to anyone, right? All you're going to do is you're going to keep setting yourself back. You're going to just keep giving what you have and then you're never going to get caught up. You're never going to amass any wealth or power and you're never going to be effective. To be effective, you have to amass power and wealth. You have to build for yourself. A lot of people don't like to hear things like you have to be getting money if you want to be an effective man. If you want to be alpha male, you have to be getting money. People don't like that. They may they, they like this concept of like, oh, I can be a minimalist. I, I don't want to chase money. Money is just a construct. No, 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 no. This is all a bunch of nonsense. Men have to be getting money out here because money is the primary resource. It's a valuable tool. It's the metric for value in our society. Money is just a placeholder for value. Getting money is the modern day equivalent to being a successful hunter gatherer in the old days. A lot of men, they want to embrace the old days. They want to think, oh, you know, it's so much better when we were just out trapping, hunting. Okay, maybe you're right, but you don't get to choose that. You do not have an option. You've got to be getting money. You've got to be building power. You've got to be building wealth for yourself. And it's not going to be fun. It's going to be really hard work. It's going to make you miserable sometimes. People are going to try to knock you down. They're not going to like it. You're going to have to be very, very uh, selective in who you let into your life and what you let take up your time. And if people threaten that, you're going to have to push them away and say, you know, you, you got to get out of my circle. You can't be wasting my time. Can't be wasting my life, right? I have a responsibility to be an effective man. And I'm not going to let anyone get in my way to do that, right? We have to be ruthless with our time and our energy because we only get so much of it. Ruthless. It's not going to feel good if you're 
like me and you're a recovering people pleaser, that's going to be hard because you're going to, you're going to make people unhappy with you every single day. Because when you self-prioritize, they're going to think you're being selfish. They're going to think you're being a jerk. They're not going to like it that you don't cater to them anymore. Oh, well, they're going to have to not like you and you're going to have to be okay with it because that's just what comes with the territory of being a high value man. Say this to yourself. You did not evolve to be nice. You did not evolve to be desirable. You did not evolve to be liked. If you're chasing these things, you're chasing empty feminine metrics that you have no business chasing. Those are not your metrics. That is not your world. Your world is to chase value, to chase your purpose, right? Chasing effectiveness, being formidable, right? You will be desirable if you're successful at these things because that's how men become valuable, right? It's the same thing for women. If women really want to be effective in the feminine as a woman, women can be effective, but they have to chase it a separate way, right? They do have to be desirable. They do have to be likable because that is where the feminine derives so much of its power from. Women who stray from that, they lose a lot of their power. And men who stray from the masculine side of it, they lose a lot of their power. They become less effective. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go through life being ineffective. And I have a feeling that you don't want that either. I have a feeling you want to be effective. So it's very, very important to keep that straight, right? Last thing here, I want to be nice, but I also want to be a leader and assert myself more. Leadership is very important. You should study leadership. Read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. It is the an introduction to effective leadership for men. It, it's a must read. Read it, read it again, read it again. Get yourself a an English translation that you like that makes sense. I like it when they're, I like the translations that are, that are, that stay true to the original translation in a battle context because they're the most pure. I don't like it when they switch them up to be for business or whatever. So get in a, as close to the original as you can get. They're very cheap. You can order one on Amazon for like five bucks. It's a little paperback version. Um, but here's the thing, like you can't be nice and also be a leader. This is why you're having trouble. This is why your heart isn't right. This is why you don't feel right in your masculinity because you're trying to have a foot in both camps and you can't have it that way. You can choose to be kind in isolated times, but what you have to be is formidable and effective at generating value and producing resources and protecting your tribe and just becoming an excellent high value masculine man. And you can be a leader and you, when you assert yourself, you're not going to be nice. It is not nice to assert yourself in this world, but you cannot be effective unless you assert yourself. See men put themselves in a catch 22. They think that there's some requirement that they be nice or likable. There is no requirement to be likable. In fact, women are going to like you a lot more if you're effective and you have an edge to you, right? A lot of men get this twisted. Men don't understand this. A lot of men don't have the they don't have the guts or the stomach to look the world in the face and say, I don't care if you like me or not. I'm on my purpose. And that is between me and myself. 
A lot of men don't have the guts to do that, but that's what it takes. That is really what it takes. You've got to have the guts to let go of the need to be liked. Once you have the strength to do that, you will understand much more what masculine frame is and how to walk in it and how to live in it. I hope that this video has been helpful in talking about this topic. This is such a good topic. Thank you so much for asking this question. And the fact that you're even asking these questions shows me that you're on the right path and that you're really moving toward finding the answers for yourself. So continue to do the work, keep leveling up mind, body, spirit, keep striving to become a higher value man every single day. And you will find, you will find that balance that you're looking for, right? You'll find peace in your masculine journey because there is peace to be found. It's a, it is a tumultuous world out there, but for men who become high value men, for men who achieve their mandate to be effective, there is peace to be found in that. And, and I wish for you, my friend, that you find that and that you, you find your equilibrium in it. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side.